following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Mickey Spagnola, what are you doing? I was getting ready to call legal procedure. <laughs> I'll start. I think we're in a... We're, we're in a well. There we oh, are. There we are. There we are. Our headsets are raring to go, and we are raring to go on a fabulous football Friday edition of Talking Cowboys the day before the big game. Cowboys and Seahawks, and Mickey Spagnola already has his whiteout on. Yeah, I can't white out tomorrow, so I'll white out today. Why can't you do it tomorrow? Oh, I don't have anything white to wear. You can a, wear that. In what a press wearing? box. Yeah, how would that look? <laughs> and we got fight, fight on the other side of the desk here with Brian Broaddus and Rob Phillips. We're Ryder Cup partners today. You're not going to beat us. <laughs> what do you got on? I just got black. Yeah. I got Raider black on. It's okay. something, a yeah. non-sponsored item. Exactly. Well, it's, <laughs> right. kind of, it's half. It's half did and half. Did half. you... Uh, text each other and say hey what are you wearing today i don't know it's just one of those things you kind of yeah i saw in the closet and i thought yeah time to finish this fight yeah finish this fight you know all these great videos and things no i think this is fight you wait until atlanta to finish this fight yeah right yeah we'll see bill's been ahead of this Uh game the whole way since three and five watch us all show up in atlanta one day (laughs) I'm going to Atlanta, and I just hope y'all are going to be there, too. I do, too. See if you can drag us along, Bill. Okay. Well, it starts tomorrow night against the Seattle Seahawks. So much to get to over the course of the next hour. Great football weekend staring us in the face. In fact, two games in Texas tomorrow with the Colts playing the Texans first and then the Cowboys and the Seahawks. And uh, for those of you outside the area who might be traveling here, there's some great tailgating weather, too. Finally, that rain has gone away, and it's a beautiful day today, and it's going to stay that way tomorrow. I think the high is going to be 65 or so tomorrow. Should be a great day. Yeah, great day. Get out there early and – did you wink at me, Rob? I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking about? It was an accidental wink at you. <laughs> like the we are close. Buccaneer mascot guy? <laughs> Bruce the Buccaneer, were you winking yeah, at him? Yeah, I got a patch on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just thinking, no, roof will still be closed tomorrow night, though, don't you think? Oh, yes. Yeah. Even with, the, even, with a, up? even with a nice day. Well, it's supposed to be a nice day, nice night, you know. And it's a night game. Hmm. But it won't be 66 degrees I think you, at I think, 7.15, I guarantee. Yeah, you want your conditions as good as possible. You don't want it Seattle-like at all. And it can be cooler in Seattle. And it, it can be, be, yeah. And it yeah. could be noisier. In yeah, Seattle and that's right. If you have it closed, then it's going to be louder in there, right? True. Yeah. You just said high of 65, and I was like, wow, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. So, as we explore... What to expect tomorrow night. You got an injury report in front of you? I do. Do you want it? Yes, let's go for it. It looked pretty good to me. It looked uh, awfully good for the Cowboys. The only guys listed, uh, Tavon Austin, questionable practice on a limited basis all week. Uh, But, you know, when I saw him moving around yesterday, he moved around pretty well to me. 
David Irving still out, but at least he wasn't out of the locker room yesterday. Yeah. He was actually in there. Uh, so I don't know if that's time. step in the right direction. Uh, Darian Thompson is listed as questionable. Mm. He's got a groin, and I saw him on the cords before practice. I don't know uh, if he's going to make it or yeah. if they think they need him to make it. Mm. And then the uh, kind of big one is Xavier Suofilo. Uh, listed as doubtful, hasn't practiced all week, and I think Brian's right. I, they've got him as doubtful, and yeah. I just can't imagine he's going to make it unless they decide that uh, him with a taped-up ankle is better to be the backup guard than uh, than Redmond. A couple of full participants, defensive guys, Tyrone Crawford and yes. Sean Lee, full participants. Yes. And Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. Yeah, you're right, so exactly. They're not even listed uh, there uh, and then uh, for Seattle, there's improved dramatically. Also, oh, sure it believe it or not, uh, guys playoff time. That, yeah. uh, either were did not practice or limited during the week. Doug Baldwin off the off the uh, game status. Dwayne Brown, their starting uh, tackle, uh, full participant, so he's off of there. Uh, Chris Carson, full uh, DJ Fluker. Uh, looks like he's going to return. He had uh, missed uh, a, a couple games there, uh, was limited in practice all week, but he's ready to go at guard. So that's going to get their offensive line back to kind of where uh, it, it needs to Swayze, be. where was he? Swayze is listed as questionable. He didn't practice all week. Yeah. And they're saying it's a game-time decision. Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll was putting a smiley face on it uh, on uh, Thursday uh, but uh, he's got to prove that he can uh, he can go. Uh, but I guess the big thing is the fact that if uh, Fluker uh, can go, then they can put uh, Ifedi back at tackle. Boy, he was bad at guard. Yeah, they can. He can you go back hope. to tackle. Yeah, and if Posick. Sweezy can't go, then Posick takes right. over for him. Right at guard. See, that's what they do. That's how they moved it around. And 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 the Infant played. Yeah, Fant played, right, played tackle. right tackle. And yeah. now he goes back to being the backup. Right. Uh, slash. Uh, uh, third, Swing guy. Third yeah. Tight end. Is See, the guy that this is where this is where you got to hope. This is where you got to hope. You hope that Swayze doesn't play. And then that makes them move Posick over to left guard and then put Iafetti. Iafetti inside against the human log and Collins, who didn't play the last time that these two teams met, would be would be tremendous as far as I'm concerned. Because if you look at where Arizona, they attacked that A-gap. They Both A-gaps. I mean, they, Seattle didn't really have a great answer for how to block those uh, guys coming through the middle. There was some pressure on some blitzes. There was some pressure just inside because Iafetti is not a strong guy. And if he has to play against somebody with power, it's a problem for him. Here's a guy who was a first-round pick, and you know he's kind of just been a guy that's just kind of meandered along in his career. He really hasn't shown up a whole heck of a lot. And, and if the Cowboys can catch a break where they have to move some guys around with Swayze being out and stuff like that, uh, by uh, by all means, let that happen, please. I Are think he an A&M guy? He, he is. is. He was highly regarded coming out. Like but, a boy. He, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. A couple of first-round busts first there. Round, yeah. First yeah round it, you know, A&M has had a little bit of a struggle with that. You know, I mean, they've had a couple of guys that have gone on. They've been high picks and just kind of played okay. Yeah. Nothing to, nothing to where you would say, you know. I just, I, I, I just hope – 
I just hope that they, that they have to put Iafetti at guard. I think that that's that's the best best avenue for trying to create chaos in the middle of that pocket for uh, for uh, Russell Wilson. And then in their secondary, they, all the guys that they were struggling with or didn't play or finished the Arizona game look like they're all back. Shaquille Griffin, uh, Tedrick Thompson, and Bradley McDougal, who is the guy that laid out uh, Amari Cooper in that concussion in that London. he suffered in London. Yes. And I went back and looked at it, and what a cheap hit that was. And I can't believe they reduced the fine by seven thousand dollars from twenty six thousand. Hmm. Uh, the ball was out of his hands; it was low. He was bent over, and he comes in from behind and hits him in the helmet. He got traded here right after that, right? That was the last yeah. uh, play he played for the Raiders, because um, then he wasn't ready to practice the next week or whenever they played their next game, and then he got traded. He was talking. remember he wasn't practicing right uh, when. When the when the uh, guy came out to tell him that he got traded, he was talking during the week about how if he had not gotten hurt in that game, there were opportunities for him because of the way they were playing. They were playing single high, right, one on one options, and so it'll be interesting to see how they play him this time because we've seen when he gets one on one matchups, he's going to win most of the time. Which so. is how they play their defense, right, Brian? Yeah, I mean, they're single. They're a single, single high, high team. team. You could get a lot of zone coverage though, too. They want to. They want to make you have to drive the ball on them. Is the whole idea with them? And it's not and, unlike what happens here. I mean, no, not at all. Right. I mean, they exactly. try and funnel things to the middle of the field with the corners. The corners will will back off. They'll play sideways, funnel everything to the middle. You know that for years they've had great safety play. They've had great linebacker play. So why not try and keep everything inside? And that's what they've been able to do. So it's a. It's going to be a, it, the the challenge is going to be blocking their front. That's going to be the challenge. But the great thing about it is you're playing a home game. And, if, if, again, if this is at CenturyLink Field, I would be terrified of the pass rush again because they didn't handle uh, Reed very well, you know. And he had two sacks in the game. One of the sacks was on, uh, was on uh, Connor Williams. It just got overpowered and beat up a little bit on the play. And then the other sack he had, they ran a twist stunt that, that affected uh, Martin and then also Collins. So, you know, I just worry a little bit about the inside. But, you know, this crew, if you look at the Seahawks, you think, okay, all their sacks come at CenturyLink Field. It's not true. (laughs) They're half and half. There's there's three groups of guys in this league that there are three teams that have double-digit sackers, two players, Seahawks, Chiefs, Broncos. But if you look at the numbers for the Seahawks, those guys, their sacks, half of them are on the road. Half of them are at CenturyLink Field, so that's something you have to you have to have a concern about. And uh, Jaron Reed had uh, ten on the year and yeah. fourteen for Frank Clark, right? And, right. Um, and Reed, it's really been a breakout year for him. Yeah, he has. Uh, his he, sack numbers were down yeah. for this year, and yeah. for an inside guy to be that kind, have that kind of production is pretty impressive. Well, that's kind of where the league is going now. We're seeing the, the you know the Aaron Donalds right. and the guys like that. These teams that have really good tackle play are able to create problems because they're right on the quarterback right now. And so, yeah, if you can win on that initial move, you're on the quarterback with no help there uh, to, to stop you from getting a sack. So, yeah, it's, you know, Connor Williams has played better, though. He has that was been, my next question. He has played better. Are you? Yeah, you're concerned, but Connor Williams has played better. And I said this earlier. 
I or earlier in the week. I kind of feel like what you, when the way you're going to need to run the ball this week is with athletic players and athletic players in space. And that's where Connor Williams steps in and is better than a a hobbled Suofilo. You know, even healthy Suofilo struggles to get out, struggles to get on the second level. You've got to get blockers on the second level against these guys, even if it's to get a piece. You know, even if it's just to get a piece of these guys, you have to do that. You cannot let these linebackers run free in this game. It's kind of like the same thing the Seahawks. They cannot let the Cowboy linebackers run free in this game or they're going to have some problems. Mm-hmm. So how good's Bobby Wagner? Jalen Smith was yeah, talking about him, said that, said yeah, that uh, he yeah. looks at him as a, as a hero. He, he studied him back when he was in college. Then miss tackles. Yep. That's the thing. When, when Bobby Wagner's run into the ball, he just does not miss tackles. He doesn't overrun plays. He doesn't, you know, when he's in the position, he can generally finish the, not generally, he finishes the play. You know that's 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 really the difference with Bobby Wagner. He's and he's a lot like the, the Sean Lee type player when you talk about instincts. When it's okay, the ball's going. I, I can I read the ball going this way. I'm going this way. Or you know they also had it too with Earl Thomas, where sometimes they just drop what their scheme is or what they're supposed to do in order just to go make a play. They'll they'll, they'll gamble. They'll gamble, but they'll gamble with a reason to go gamble. And that's where I think when you talk about the Bobby Wagners and the K.J. Wrights and guys like that, that's where his teams are really they're so evenly matched because you could say, they got two linebackers, you got two linebackers. They got a rusher, you got a rusher. You know? They got a big play wide receiver. They got a big play wide receiver. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. You know, Zeke, Zeke was pretty productive in that first game, talking about the Seattle linebackers yeah. and trying to get to him. Yeah. Average eight yards a carry. It was a couple miscues that really. I mean, it was weird. It was a weird game for him because he had a fumble. I think. Yeah, stepped, after a long run. No, he was running inside the, the yeah. red zone. He yeah. was like the eighteen yard line. Yep. He was probably going to get to about the fifteen or ten. He yep. had an illegal touching penalty. That's the one we stepped out of bounds. We mm-hmm. talked about that one a little bit. I mean, but he kind of did what he wanted in the running game. So let's see if they can get that going again Saturday night. Fresh so, legs. Yep, that too. 16 carries, 127 Well, there's no tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? You either go out there and you just lay it all on the field. And if it's good enough, you got to rally yourself back up to get ready to go the next week. But there's no, there's no excuse for not giving everything you got in this game. I mean, they're, they're going to give everything they have. And, you know, and, and, you, know the, you hope that the, the, the offensive line can protect your quarterbacks playing well enough to win a football game. Heck, he won the game for you last week by himself. How do you think Connor played against Seattle the first time? He got overpowered a little bit. Was that it? Was an issue yeah, in that yeah, game he, too? He, when he plays high, that he's got problems, you know. And and that's the sack when he gives up the sack. It's like he usually plays really high, you know. That that's that's his biggest problem is that he when he plays with bent knees, he's got a shot. When he gets tall, is when they tend to drive him and make him a one-legged football player. Well. Just realize he probably should have been playing Oklahoma State that weekend. That's how young he is. We forget he came out well, a year and, early. And not having played inside played, until this year. And he had played two NFL games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so he he's got a little tackle. bit more experience. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, and really you look at this entire Cowboys team as young and youngest team in the playoffs and how, how far this team has grown since September. Now Seattle has two, but – um, I think it's more significant on the Cowboys side, and it's rather obvious just with the the changes that have occurred as the season's gone along, too. Yeah, I, I looked it up yesterday. 
they've played in six games decided by three points or less. Yeah. And played in two overtime games. And I think only Seattle and maybe Houston has played in more close games. So when you've got a young team, there's no better playoff preparation than that. I mean, well, they've been playing playoff games since I mean, week eight. Not only close games, but yeah, lose and you're not making the playoff right. type games for right. several weeks in a row. So they're, they're used to this. I mean, I, I think I don't worry about a young team because of the schedule they've had to play and the, ga- the types of games they've been in. I, I, I think they've grown up faster than, than their age would suggest. But we'll see. I mean, you still got to go out there and do it. And, you know, turnovers are such a key thing, and, that, and that's been the thing that Seattle has done. I mean, they've only given the ball away 11 times yeah. all season. Yeah. But you, you look at them, the, down the stretch of this season, they've sort of been a roller coaster team in yeah. their performance. I mean, they had the great win over Kansas City, sandwiched between two subpar performances. Division games, too. Yeah. That tends to, if you watch their kind of their history, They've been in a lot of games within yeah. their division. You know, the, the Arizona, even before the Rams were good, the Rams seemed to have their number. You know, they, uh, Jeff Fisher would fake three punts in a game or, you know, they were always doing something to to kind of figure out how to how to beat the Seahawks. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of it has to do with the division. But, yeah, I mean, it, but, you know, the Cowboys, it's the same, like I say, it's two really the same Mirrored seasons, if you want to look at how these these teams have gotten to this point. They've had to fight to get where they are, yeah, too. Absolutely. I mean, they were, they were 0-2. They, they were, weren't going to win the division. Yeah. They weren't going to win and the division. And this was yeah. – they everyone, were, they everyone were, on the outside thought this was a, a rebuild year. Oh, no doubt. You yep. know? I mean, no they doubt. were 4-5. and five Yeah. Until yeah. they hit their little yep. streak. Absolutely. The Cowboys were 3-5. and five, yep. So, kind of the same, same deal. And think about it. They were 0-2 when the Cowboys went in there, and that was a desperate team because they knew yep. – they go to zero and three. They're in big trouble. Yep. So, yeah, they they kind of turned it around the same way. But you're right about the the takeaways. Uh, they've had 26 takeaways. They've only given the ball away 11 times. Yeah, that's a lot of fumble recoveries. They've had like 14 fumbles. They knock a lot of balls loose. Mm-hmm. That's the second. They're they're a punch grab strip kind of team. That you watch the the way they tackle, and that and that's been you have really good linebackers. Those linebackers get over there and they make physical tackles and McDougal, the safety. I mean, they've got guys that know how to tackle in that in that secondary. And this time around, they'll have KJ Wright. Yeah, he's back on the field. So yep, add him to the equation. All right. Uh, so which of these two quarterbacks has fumbled the most this year? Probably about the same. I'm gonna guess Prescott. You would think Prescott. Yeah, and I'm he's just got... making sure that I got this right. I looked it up the other day. What does Dak have? Like eight. Lost six, something yeah. like that. I think he's lost more than this guy, right? Obviously, by the numbers yeah, you just right, gave me. Right. Actually, yeah, Dak does have – he's got 12 fumbles. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know how many lost fumbles he has. Right. And actually, Russell Wilson has 10. Yeah. But Russell, in his career, I mean, he's had years where he's had – I think last year he had 14 fumbles, yeah. whatever. It took and, a, there's been a lot of games where he's taken a lot of hits. Right. This is one of those games you just cannot afford – if you've got him trapped, get him on the ground. You do not need guys going over the top of him, missing in the pocket, you know, and then all of a sudden he escapes and he's running. And that, that just right there is a recipe for a nightmare. You know, if you get Randy Gregory, you beat your guy, you don't go over the top. You know, make sure you get the tackle, get the guy on the ground. Don't, don't let this guy escape. 
Okay, we're just getting started here on Talking Cowboys. We'll take your phone calls and uh, we'll explore more of this matchup with the Seahawks when we come back in just a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Tommy John time. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has a contour pouch to nestle the boys and moisture wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys and get 20% off your first order. Hey, and you know what's up next in my rotation in my drawer at home? Tommy John, back in the mix. In your drawers or drawer? In my drawer at oh, home. Okay. I purposely yeah. make sure I said drawer yeah. at home. Oh, so I wanted to make sure what's, you, what's you next it up right. would be my Cowboys Tommy John's to wear tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm sure it is for the rest of you guys, too, right? Because oh, my God. We made that pact, right? Mine Holded mine today. last night. <laughs> what? Mickey. What are you doing? Why? They're on today. <laughs> well, wash them tonight, brother. Yeah. Last time I wore them at the game, they got beat. Mm. And then don't wear, wear them. Last? Indianapolis. Don't wear them then, Mickey. Wait, you're Look. supposed to wear them. You said Tampa. earlier in the week you wore them in the Tampa, Tampa game, which was after Indianapolis. No, no. We made a pact oh, that I, week. I haven't. I, I, no. 
<laughs> I have not worn them since they started their five-game winning streak. Okay, but you told us that you wore them that game. I changed. Oh. No, I wore them Saturday night. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's not the same, but okay. I didn't tell you which ones I wore. Hmm. You guys didn't listen. <laughs> no, you just of course we didn't listen, Mickey. The Cowboy There's only ones, three of us here. The Cowboy ones were uh, out. Uh, right, Miles. Exactly. Thank you, Miles. Cowboy ones were out after Tennessee. <sighs> okay. All right. Make sure you wear yours, Rob. Wear yours. I'll yeah. wear mine. We're whatever gonna, whatever you wore the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, wear them you know again. What, Nick, just do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Thank of, course, you. of course he's going to do whatever he wants. Appreciate that. Yeah, of course he's going to do, yeah. Going to say whatever he wants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no question about that. What a day tomorrow. I love tomorrow's games. Playoff games are great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't beat it. What's, now, what's your role before the game tomorrow, Brian? We got uh, TV, pregame. Right. And yeah. so what time are you going to be on? So we used to go on an hour before the game. So okay, it's so like 7.15 seven, seven kickoff. 6 o'clock, so. yeah, yeah. Catch us on all our various platforms. We were on uh, last three weeks. We were on uh, 21. Okay, we were doing 21. Right, we were doing, we were doing pregame for that, but since it's a night game, it looks like that we'll be doing uh, the, uh, just our normal stuff on all our platforms. The, uh, I, the issue with that is because there's another game going on while right. the pregame. So on right. over the air station, you can't show. Right. Footage. So right. when's yours? So, uh, well, I'm, we're just, um, I'm doing sportscast live from the stadium at during the six o'clock news. We don't have a pregame show tomorrow. We have a wrap up on Sunday morning. At no pregame show. No, no. Because I hear from Randy and it, White. Well, and, and again, it's because the Texans Colts oh, game yeah. is the early game, right? And so, you know, from a practical matter, from from our standpoint, you know, it's okay. Everyone's watching that game, so. right? Rob sideline report before the game. Yeah, Keatman and I will have a couple hits from there. We've talked to Stephen Jones. Before every game, every game, he's kind of made that a point, hadn't he? Yeah, Just walk on over first. He's going to walk on over. Yeah, for a while there, he's wearing the same thing every yeah. game. Yeah, part of his super. He's a very superstitious man. Uh, time, ask what, him if he's got his Cowboys Tommy John on. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. I don't. I have cowboy issued Tommy Johns, but not the ones that have cowboys down the leg. You missed out then. <laughs> no, I've got them on do you right think, now. Uh, oh. I'm ignoring Mickey and uh, Rob. <laughs> As we've gone, and my other... pregame hit on the fan. <laughs> oh and, uh, yeah, that's right. You got something going on. I'm not on. sure what time. It's a 7:15 start. It yeah. is 7:15. Starts so at four I'm o'clock. Probably 6:25, <laughs> something like that. I think I'm at 4:15 or 4:30. So. <laughs> Mine's mine kind of floats, you know. Yeah. Rob, do you think I like your attention uh, span, right? Yeah. Now. That's right. Yeah. Do you think Steven enjoys doing the stuff before the game with you? I would like and, to think and, so. And for that matter, do you, you know, on Jerry on the pregame show, he does his hit with Christy on the sidelines before the game. I actually think he does because I think he's really he is fired up pregame. He's just got that kind of pep in his step, you know, and he's like. He's like Jerry. They're they're the ultimate optimist. Before every game, I mean, they feel like they can go do anything. This team can go do anything. So yeah, I think so. I would like I would like to think it's the questions too. I think we really draw. Mm. You know, so yeah. He, so he enjoys. Gotta that. be yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. You know, I, to talk about it, I think that they enjoy it because they understand, the, and deep down inside, I think they're fans too. Mm-hmm. You know, deep down inside, that you talk about the excitement, and you know, and you can you can you know, Stephen usually the first thing he says, "This is a big one." 
This is going to be a big, every this time. is going to, this is yeah. a big, and they, you know, since week eight, this is a big one. This is a big, one. we got to get something going here. This is a big one. And I think that deep down inside, he and his father are fans, you know, they, and they, and they, they, even though they're in a whole nother level of fandom, but deep down, I think they're, they're with the guy sitting in the 400 level. That's kind of, you know, hoping that so-and-so plays well and Garrett makes a good decision and they, you know, get a fourth down, whatever, you know, I think that's, I think they're. That's why they're. I think that's why they enjoy it because that's access that the fans have to them. They're they're, they're trying to say that's what we are. They're speaking to the fans. That's that's Jerry yeah. started that. Stephen picked up on it. Yeah. In no offense to Rob, but he's talking to the fans, not the guy that he's in. Yeah. Well, if you were doing it, he wouldn't be talking to you either. It, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. When when we would do the interviews for special edition, yeah. mm-hmm. he wasn't talking to me. Yeah. He was talking to the fans. Yeah. And, and that was their way to communicate to the people that were buying tickets and buying sweatshirts and buying hats. Well, I think that at the end of the day, it, whether you know, we're all part of this, you know, and you, you want to see. I mean, this is a time that, you know, those teams that are all now, they're people at home. They're watching you now. You're the, you're the one. This is, the, like you said, Bill, this is the exciting part. And I think this is where the Jones family gets excited about it, too. You know, that, that, that hey, that the moves they made, you know, the whole goal is to win the division, get in the playoffs, and then try and do your best to get to the Super Bowl. You know, that, that's that's kind of where you're at. Not kind of. That's where you're at tomorrow. Yep. That's your start tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, that's why 97 was such a shock, I think, to them after they had made the playoffs all those years in a row. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the playoffs start, you're not in it, and then you make it the next two years and you get beat the first round, and then the next three years you're not even sniffing the playoffs. And I think it's a shock to the system after you got used to going year in and year out. Not, not only year used in, to going, but going deep. And going and deep, as, yeah. As deep as you can go in the playoffs. Can you imagine, though, and Brian, you've been yeah. there since you've worked for a team and been in, invested. Uh, I, I mean, it's one thing working for the team doing this. It's another right. thing when you are one of the ones putting this thing together. The game day um, I, I don't know, pressure, I mean, the excitement level. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how, how you would describe what that's like. You feel like, like you want to throw day. up in your mouth. Exactly. You do. Because <laughs> I'd never it, understood how the Joneses handle it yeah. because they're so close to it. And now on game day, it's out of their reach. There's oh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing they can do. It is the most helpless feeling in the world to sit there and watch. And the thing you worry about is, okay, did I help the coaches? Did I help us today? Did I do enough? Whether it's evaluating, you know, how Seattle was going to play a certain coverage, or did I get the right player to match up against Iafetti, or did I, you know, there's all these things that go through your head. Seriously, you want to throw up in your mouth every play <laughs> that happens. But when it's over, you breathe, and then you're like, "Oh my God, we got to do this again." You know, that's that's the thing that, that on, on that side of it that's that's totally different. And Mickey's right. I don't know how the Joneses they they they're able to seem like to separate that mm-hmm. to a point. I and I to, I applaud them for doing that because yeah, I, I sure easy. in the hell never did it. Because I'll tell you what, if it was me, I I I'd, I'd be in in uh-huh. some little nest all by myself. Yeah. Some, oh, know, there's a lot of guys that do that. I don't, I don't right. want anybody yeah. around me if oh, I had something yeah. to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been around, uh, like, even at the high school level, whatever. Yeah. You're around uh, dads yeah. watching their kids play. Oh. And, you know, you're not you, – uh, 
you don't sit with the other fans. You go sit in another part of the stadium because you don't want to hear the comments and everything, too. But I do remember state semifinal game. We went down to Nacogdoches, and it was South Lake Carroll playing Lufkin, Des mm-hmm. Bryant-Lufkin team. Yeah. And we stayed in the hotel the night before the game, and some of the dads were down in the hotel lobby area bar. Greg McElroy Sr. was there, and Greg McElroy was starting at quarterback in the state semifinals the next day. And so I got a little glimpse of what it's like as a dad of a high-level quarterback, whatever. And you can only imagine what it was like for them once he went to college at Alabama, and then he's playing for a national championship. But I'm thinking of these parents – who might be even listening to us right now, and it's it's their their son's first time to play in an NFL playoff game right. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They're flying into town today or whatever, and the ex, the excitement level and the and just the tension that goes along with it. And yeah, so hell forth. of a concern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you really you're you're, you're scared. Mm-hmm. You're scared because you there's nothing you can do. You know, it's it's all it, it. That's what the whole thing. You're sitting there and you're just like going. And I kept saying, I, "Did I do enough? Did I do enough?" And then and then if it doesn't work out, then now you're like, "Okay, what did I do wrong?" And then you know the, what's going to happen to one of these teams tomorrow night is going to be. And I hope I use the word right. The finality, finality of yeah, yeah. of the season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be here, and then it's just going to crash. You know, the next day. You know, hopefully Seattle is flying home that night and they feel the crash. Not their plane or anything, but they feel the crash of the game, right. of the the season. You, you've you worked to this point, and then all of a sudden it's over. Especially yeah. for yeah. both of these teams. And, not, you know, we followed the Cowboys all season long, what they've done to just get here. You invested you know? so much. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. that, it's incredible. It's that climb all the way back from three and five. And then I, Demarcus Lawrence said it. Yeah, I was going to say, Demarcus Lawrence yesterday was great talking about it. Said, this is my life, you know. I yeah. don't want this to be over. My life ends so, if I lose this game, you that, know. That's Meaning from a life for this season. Sports yeah, you know? life, your sports yeah. life, yeah. Right. And, and that's and especially in this manner, because if you're five and yeah. ten, you know the season's yeah. going to end after this game. Yeah, where, and, you you're, know, and you're glad. And you pick yeah. up your trash bag yeah, and, and you leave. On. But yeah. with this one, it's so immediate. Yeah. Like you're playing in a playoff game today. Tomorrow you're getting out the trash bag and cleaning out your locker. Yeah. That's why I think the high school analogy is a great one. Because, I mean, for those kids, it's it could be the last game they play in their life. I mean, literally. Right. Oh, you know, yes. in a, in Absolutely. A state playoff game or whatever. Right. Uh, and then the other part with both of these teams yeah. is the way they battled back from adversity early in the season. A 3-5 and five record for the Cowboys. Now you invest so much, you get back and you get on this great roll. And you just don't want this thing to end abruptly. You, you lose you know? a game, and then you forget all those things that happened to get to this point. Wait, wait until Bennett starts playing in games. Oh like, no, I, I've like already big, experienced. I know, but I like big, you know, yeah. as he gets older, yeah, it's it'll be worse than what you experience. I can't watch him play now. And Bill's right. I go away because, you know, my experience. I'm one of these guys that I never say anything to the coaches. Or, you know, and I've had Good coaches apologize to me. Because because of my background, because of working with you guys, mm-hmm. you know, I work with I work with you guys. Where the Cowboys coaches, like, hey, I'm really sorry. You're a coach. You're the coach. If you want right. to play him or not play him? That's you know. But the, the the I wish that more parents would just relax during games. It's stressful enough without you having to yell during the games. Mm-hmm. It is. It just really really sit is. off by yourself. I do. I right. do. I go. I, That's I, what you need. I, to I found. Do. A, I've got my LSU folding chair, and I go to another part of the uh, the complex. 
in a way. And and because again, I don't want to be that guy that's yelling or screaming or whatever, but I know it's, it's kind of, but that's what you go through. And that's, these players are going through that. Like he said, this is, you know, Lawrence says, this is his life. This is, you know, this is where you, you, you don't get to look at Jason Witten's career. How many, you know, 15 years, how many times did he get to saddle up and play in a playoff game? Mm-hmm. Well, and this is a young team, but even the young veterans you on this team you know, know, Zeke and Dak know. Yeah. They probably thought after the rookie season, well, they're going to be in the playoffs every year. And they found out last year the harsh reality of the league. Yeah. And the first half of this year, it's yeah. not easy. Even if you're 25 years old, you don't know how many more cracks you can get out. The other thing is the confidence level that both these teams have to have. You mentioned the roles they're on seven of eight for Dallas, six of seven for Seattle. You know, you, you're on that type of role and you play Saturday night, you lose, and then all of a sudden it's over. I mean, I think both these teams have to feel like they can make a run in this thing. I think this NFC looks pretty darn wide open. It does. It yeah. does. And yeah. the the other thing from the player's perspective is, okay, you have all this stuff going on, the excitement level, the stress level, whatever it is, and yet when it comes time to play, you have to be a flatliner. Okay. Yeah. You know, yep. you've got to be yeah. able to perform and not have that affect your performance. Look at the great quarterbacks who have, in fact, Russell Wilson on the other side, mm-hmm. you watch them play Tom Brady, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't even look like they break a sweat when they're yeah. playing. You but know? So, if you ever see them walk off the field, there's mm-hmm. such a sense of relief. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that, okay, we get to play again. You know, you're excited about that, but there's that sense of – and coaches, Parcells talked about this, how long he got to enjoy – Rob interviewed him. How long do you ever get to enjoy a victory? By the time you walk from the middle of the field to the tunnel, that's about it. Then you go on to the next one. That's why that crushing loss at Seattle sure. in the playoffs, he looked at it as, ended his I career. just can't do this again. Yeah. I can't go back and start yeah. a mini camp or an OTA yeah. after I was so close to getting to that next step with the Cowboys. Yeah. I think it just crushed him emotionally. Yeah. Last five minutes of Parcells' final ride, Deep Blue. Go check it out. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. He talked about that. He's on the fl- plane ride home. He just said, I couldn't rally it up one more. It's like you got to answer the bell, you know, and he couldn't answer the bell and do it. But to your point, players being able to flatline and just center in and focus. The craziest thing I've ever heard was Tom Brady falling asleep in the locker room before the Super Bowl. <laughs> like I, I believe it. How, do you, how physically can you do that? And not just be a nervous wreck I, I got a for funny, a game. I got a little funny story. I was sitting in the Super Bowl 31 with Favre, Jim McMahon, and Doug Peterson, and they were taking footballs and throwing them and trying to knock the nameplates off the guys' lockers. That's what that was going on. In just one, in the, yeah, goofing but around. They were sitting in their locker, and you're trying to throw the football to knock the guy's nameplate off his locker <laughs> around the around the around the locker room. I mean, you're thinking quiet and all that, and. Not with that crew. I mean, they were there. That's they just. But then you go and play the game, and it's like Bill said. You just kind of you got that calm about about you. But before the game, you know, Holmgren had to come in and say, "Stop it, stop it." <laughs> and like McMahon throws one, boom! It blows. Uh, you know, Mike uh, Robert Brooks' nameplate completely off his locker. You know, that's what they were doing. You know, you know, it's funny. Different. It depends on what type of person it is. You yeah. Know, because yeah. certain guys, they got to have that intensity level. Yeah. And then, and for a lot of quarterbacks, where you've got a, it's a cerebral game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be um, as calm as as can be. I remember sure. when Brady, maybe Brady's one of the first times he ever played at Texas Stadium. I don't know how many times he's played there, but I remember game at Texas Stadium, Patriots Cowboys. 
and Brady on the sideline. I mean, that was the that was what I was most impressed with with Brady was just how calm that oh, guy yeah. was in yeah. the middle of it was a regular regular season game, you sure. know. But it's just amazing. It is. You know? Yeah. All right. And by the way, Bill Parcells uh, now seventy seven years old. So twelve years ago Sunday, he was age sixty five when mm. he, he had had enough of this and didn't know if he could summon it up again. Sunday. To, yeah. What was the I'm other anniversary date we ran into? It was going to be January sixth. Oh, it was the game in Seattle. That's what I'm talking about. The game yeah. in Seattle. It, it, it was, was twelve years ago yeah, Sunday. Sun, yeah. Sunday. All right. Mm. Okay. We continue and take some phone calls when we come back here and we make our picks as well on talking Cowboys and just a moment. If you're like me and you love I mean if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Have you guys heard about Get Jack Black? Not have now. Thing. No, absolutely not. You know, we talk about the beard lube and we talk about the turbo wash. One of the things we never talk about when it comes to Jack Black is the facial cleanser. They also uh, have an oil-free moisturizer when you're done 
with your shower for your face. It's great. There's also a protein serum you can put on your face also you that some research this moisturizes week? it. And then after that, the cooling gel after your shave. Can't beat Jack Black. So go to getjackblack.com, use the Cowboys code, and you will be able to get that Playmaker. And then once you have the Playmaker, yeah. there's going to be more products that you just can't 45 pass seconds up. longer than you Jack thought, <laughs> And that's today's show. Uh, thank you very much, Joyce. That was the best one you've done all year. That was good. A little research you. there. It's with time that. for Mickey's Yeah, minutes. a little scientific. I just wanted to make sure I remembered what I use after my shower. Yeah, scientific Mickey there for a It's minute. amazing how well you do that when you actually prepare for it. Yeah. Yes, and not sit here and talk during the break, right? Yeah. Thanks to the folks on Periscope, too, again. By the yes. way. Got a good crowd out there. We appreciate all you guys as well. All right, and let's go to Ray in Tyler. You're up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Ray. Howdy, guys. Do you observe a correlation at this time of year between uh, different players' health with regards to uh, injuries and uh, how closely during the year preseason they adhere to a a strict nutrition and, and training program? Oh, uh, I see where you're going. Um, I don't know. I mean, the the physical nature of this game, you can do everything that Sean Lee does in the offseason, uh, during training camp, eat right, and when your hamstring goes, your hamstring goes. Yeah. When your knee goes, your knee goes. There's no amount of nutrition, uh, workout, uh, that can save an ACL if you get hit just right. So, yeah, yeah I, they I have think a guy. They have they have a nutrition and air the star. I yeah. mean, they they do. I mean, this guy is like he will not it, like the days of Valley Ranch. There were guys back there eating grandies, which is a, a chicken fried steak and gravy and biscuit type meal every. I mean, there there were Valley Ranch. All, there was no nutritional thought. Then they got a lady involved. She tried to help it a little bit, but still, what they have on Friday afternoon, they ate massive amounts of pizza. You know, we all remember those days. New York but, pizza and yeah, pasta New, pizza. Exactly. And so, to me. Hey, but those teams are going to Super Bowls. And uh, Super you know what? And, and you know what? And also, I saw Lynn Dawson one time smoking a cigarette and drinking a Fresca at a halftime of a Super Bowl game. You now, know? look, it doesn't hurt, right? Yeah. You, got, you, you should do that. And you give yourself every chance. What? But I Smoke don't a cigarette know. and drink a Fresca? No. Hey, oh. the 58 Colts. You ever watch the 58 Colts stretch? It's kind of like, you know, Johnny, you came out and he'd throw That's a couple right. of passes to Raymond Berry and then they'd go win a game. Yeah. It, it, right. Everything is different now. Everything is different. And he and Mickey's right, though. Sean Lee, there's no healthier player that knows his body on this team than Sean Lee. No question. Like, Sean Lee is no. a Sean Lee is a hey, would you like a piece of candy? Oh no. No, thank you. Sugar, no thank you. You know. Why do you think it absolutely tortures him when he gets hurt? I mean, I don't think people really Because he works so, so hard to not him. to be how, hurt. How much yeah, how much it hurts him. To not be on the he does it's, everything in his power not to get hurt. Here's how here's how closely they monitor all this stuff. So in the trading table where we have lunch, uh, they they put in a uh, a soda machine. Yeah, and, and it's one you take your cup, fountain drink, little fountain drink, right? Yeah. So on Monday through Thursday, the only thing that comes out of there is ice and water, and on Friday. 
they get a treat. Yeah. They get to have actual diet Pepsi or Pepsi in there or Mountain Dew. But the rest of the week, no soda. Mickey yells every time the Mountain Dew doesn't work. Mm-hmm. No, because they don't have diet Mountain Dew. Why is it okay on Friday? I don't know. Or yeah, it's, two it's, days it's before kind of like that pizza at Valley Ranch. Why? You know, <laughs> get a little caffeine in you, I guess. Seriously, you remember those meals, guys? Don't you? Yes. Oh yeah. How about the guy yeah, that used the, 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 the guy that uh, yeah the, Brian. The, what's that? Pinkberry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Who was the guy that uh, I forgot his name? The guy that came in and catered all the Cajun food. Oh, well, it's got the, the catfish and yeah, the, the, the red beans catch- and rice. Yes, and, yes. and yeah. it was all great. Yeah, the greens. And they're eating this. I, I, I've got like a, I got a wheelbarrow back there, you know, shoveling it on my plate. Well, and then uh, Jimmy had the um, Mexican food restaurant guy cater stuff all the time out there. Did he? Valley Ranch. Guy in Grapevine, where the beautiful Harvey Martin used to have his radio show. I can't remember the name of it. Asparza's? Asparza's, right? No, it wasn't Asparza's. No. But it, Weros? Uh, I can't remember. It you speak matter. Weros. Yeah, that was the one in Valley Ranch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they didn't eat real well back in the '90s. No, but again, the, the, this helps, right? It, it helps. We but think it's not the it's not the end all. Lynn Dawson with a cigarette. It, it can't hurt, I guess, as as Mickey said. It can't hurt. What do you okay. mean? The first time I walked into the old trading facility on Forrest and Abrams, yeah. on the side of the uh, ashtrays locker was an ashtray. Ashtrays, yeah, screwed into the wood. Yeah, <laughs> and they were using them. Yeah. Sean Lee, by the way, speaking of Sean Lee, says he feels as good as he's felt in a long time. If you go back and look at that Seattle game in September, he and Leighton Vander Esch basically split the reps. Uh, I believe Lee had 36 snaps, um, Vander Esch had 33. They couldn't while, block him. While Jalen Smith had 60 snaps in that game. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't block him. All right, so. And how about this? Don't throw dirt on this combined, guy. They combined, uh, I think, um, Lee had Van Der Esch 11, had 11 or, tackles, and and Sean Lee had they both, 11 well, they tackles. Both, yeah. okay, they both had 11 yeah. tackles. So there they you combined go. for 22 tackles. Yeah, there you go. So what do you anticipate on Sunday as far as the split at the linebacker? I don't know what the split's going to be, but I wrote my point number two of my final thoughts is don't throw dirt on Sean Lee in this game because Sean Lee is liable to make a play or two. It's going to be the difference in this game. And by the way, I'm going to say it before you guys say it. He is my pick to click in this is football he? game. Really? Yeah. Sean, Sean Lee's Sean, you know, Sean Lee's going to rise from the ashes. And he's going to and he's going to be a part of it. He's going to do something in this game, I think that's going to make a difference cuz they had a hard time blocking him and Vanderesh. And if they if they if it's the same guys blocking, get ready. So, yeah. uh, you know, in the Seattle game what I remember is they basically they rotated in by series. Right. Right. You think it would be the same way or by package? Is, I just think package? packages. I think yeah. certain packages because the way they practice, what I'm told is that they rotate all three of those guys. Or sometimes it's Van Der Esch and Lee like playing that. the nickel. Sometimes it's Smith and Van Der Esch and the nickel. You know, it depends on just really how they want to – certain packages su- they want to play. I suspect it was easier to manage uh, Lee's snaps when they just did it by series. Right. Regular season. Just let him go, yeah. And and, and yeah. you take him out after a six-play right. series and then Van Der Esch takes the next right. one or whatever. Now I'd like the idea of doing it by the package. Yeah, know. whatever, whatever can, whatever you, can, however you can take advantage of Sean Lee. And again, he's a lot of talk about Van Der Esch and Smith, and rightfully so. 
this seems like a setup game where Sean Lee comes in and plays well. And plus, the, the good thing about this, everybody got caught up on the starting part of it. Yeah. It didn't matter who started once they were both healthy. Right. It mattered what package they put them in, right. how they used them, how they rotated them. And and it never was going to be, okay, Vanderesh starts. That means Lee, oh, what yeah. happened? Yeah. Sean well, Lee can't start. And I know a lot of people talk about, well, you can't take Vanderesh off the field. But mm-hmm. remember, I believe it was the Saints game when Jordan Lewis in the dime package came oh, in. Oh, yeah. And the there were eight plays, I believe, that there Jordan were. Lewis played in that game. Yeah. And those eight plays – Leighton Vander Esch came off the field. They only was, had one linebacker. And, and it was and, difference of the game. Exactly. They, they made plays with those and eight plays. it didn't plays. affect the yeah, way. Yeah. And Vander Esch uh, still had a huge impact right. on that game as well. And he still can. Yeah. He still so, can. Yeah, people turn that Vander Esch-Lee thing into Dak Romo. And it just, there's just. That's strong? I mean, a lot of the same type of. of uh, Boy, there's a ar- lot arguments. of Dak hate when it went from the Romo fan. I just mean in terms of. You can't, I'm not calling well, you, you out. I'm you just saying you can't take him off the field. And yeah. it's like, well, they're all going to play. It's right. not like you take Tony out and then but Tony the never really plays again. Quarterback is just the one position, so you don't take him off the field. Right, and that's what you're saying is that yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the first there's a way to there's a way to get him yeah. all involved. There you go. Yes. Yeah, there you right. go. And he got twenty something snaps the other day, and that was good for him. I think he got to kind of oh, ramp it up a little. Get ready, Sean Lee's going to be big in this game. Okay, so who wants to go as we go around the horn? Who wants to go first? Picking a game. Go. I'll take as I'll, long as you guys don't take Sean Lee. I'm okay. I'm good. I won't take Sean Lee. Go ahead. Okay, Mickey, go first. Uh, did I say this yesterday? I can't remember where I said it. Hmm. But anyway, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going to pick the score that should have been the score in 2006. <laughs> Cowboys 23, Seattle 21. There'll be no botch snap. There'll be no Walt Anderson reversing a first down at the one-yard line. He's your ref for this week. The Cowboys. I, there it, will be Walt Anderson. That's but. almost like the NFL just kind of going, ha, ha, look hey, what we did. We're, gonna, we're doing know? this for Mickey Spagnola. And that's he did, right. He did ref your Saints game, so uh, you're good. And give me Michael Gallup as my pick to click. Got it. Michael Gallup. He did not have gonna, such a good game in Seattle. He's going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage. They're going to ignore him, and he's going to eat them up. It's going to be a great game. I think Cowboys win a pretty high-scoring game, thirty to twenty-seven. I don't think Dak Prescott. He's my pick to click. I don't think he got enough credit two years ago for dueling with Aaron Rodgers and, and tying the game with under a minute left. I think last week, even though yes, meaningless game, that that served him well. And um, he's got a lot of confidence right now. And, and when they – I just have this feeling about this team, especially when they're at home, they're never out of it when he's got the ball. He, he's, that's the feeling I have with them, the way he's playing right now and the way guys follow him and rally around him. I think they win a really close, really exciting game. I'm going to say this. I've been touting Sean Lee here the last few minutes. Sean Lee's going to make a play in this game that's going to turn it around. He's going to make a – Russell Wilson's going to break the pocket. Sean Lee's going to run him down, keep him from getting a first down, You know, kind of getting the momentum going back in the Cowboys' way. I just think he's going to play really well. I just don't see the, the, the Seattle Seahawks as, as well as they can run the football. I don't see them blocking these Cowboy linebackers. I really don't. I just feel like that they, it's going to be a lot of the same. They're going to have to run the ball a lot to get yards. And with that being said, though – I, I'm with Rob a little bit, but I'm going to go a little bit lower scoring game. I, I think that the Cowboys find a way to win this one. 
This is going to be one of those 27-24 type games. I just hope, I hope that when it's not having to kick a game-winning field goal, I'm hopeful that it's a already kicked the field goal and now somebody has to go play defense. That's kind of what I'm hoping. I, I'm a little nervous about this kicker. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But I, I hope. I'm calling for a 27-24 Cowboy victory this week. As long as it's a long field goal or a very short one. Yeah. Yeah, take a delay a game and make it a 50-yard or 55-yard. I worry about this guy a little bit. I really do. So, so you got 27-24. I do. Cowboys. Okay. I'm going 23-17 in overtime. And it's a, bore, <laughs> it's a boring pick to click, but I'm going with Zeke. Defense, I'll go with deep What did ball. you – you said it's an overtime game? Uh-huh. <laughs> now, talk about throwing up. You know. Yeah, 23-17 about... <laughs> yeah. in overtime. Oh, who's, who's, winning the, who's winning the coin flip? Oh, the Cowboys boy. are. Oh, okay. And they're going to drive and, eight and minutes? Drive right and, down and Zeke and is going to score on like a 35-yard run to win the game. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh. I just had this vision just now. As we look at Good Morning Football, they're showing Zeke running the football. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Very yeah, important right. players for wild card round. There you yes. go. Zeke Elliott. Yep. Sir, like Nelson did to cl- finish that overtime game back in the late 80s on the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that, but yeah, now that you mention it, there you go. Or Herschel. Yep. I couldn't take a playoff overtime game. Playoff overtime. <laughs> 23-17. Zeke, 35-yard run to win it. I like it, Bill. Okay, we all went victory. Yeah, when well, you That's got good. you got Indianapolis over Houston tomorrow, right? I do. I think what it always it's always funny. There's always going to be a road team that wins. You know, one of the games. I think Indianapolis. I'm going, is, I'm going Colts too. I think I, I think Luck. the Colts. I think the Colts. The uh, Captain Andrew Luck mm-hmm. is going to get it done. Yeah. I really do. And then on Sunday, you got the Chargers and the Ravens. Who who do y'all like there? I like the Ravens. Chargers having to go cross country, cold weather game. I'll take the Ravens at home. I'm, I'm, gonna, going, uh, I'm going Chargers. I am, too, just because uh, I, I love the Ravens' defense, but they struggled with Cleveland last week. Give me the Ravens. You're going Ravens? I'm going to go with the Ravens there, and I'm going to go with – I'm going to pick Then they upset. play the Patriots, I think. Yeah, and then I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to think – I think, I think Philadelphia is going to flat beat Chicago. I do, too. I, I do. I, I think, think that's – I think Philadelphia – and it's going to set it up where if you win your game, you're going to get to go play the Rams, and they're going to go play the Saints. I got, I got Philadelphia. I've got Philadelphia. You got Philadelphia? Going He's Chicago. Not going Come on, pick the Vikings. <laughs> Vikings. Vikings. I'll go. With, I'll be different. I'll go with Chicago at home. Oh, Chicago. Cold Chicago. game. Defensive struggle. Khalil Mack. Wrong game. Go huh? with the Bears. Yeah. I, I, well, but if Philadelphia wins and Dallas Philly's wins, playing, right, as no. Brian said, then we're going to have a Sunday, a Saturday game in probably in Los Angeles. Isn't that right? Yes. Uh, why wouldn't it be Sunday? Well, they, do you think they would make it? They would keep seven and seven. They would. Seven days apart games. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Give everybody. That runs my plans for next week. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, Bill. So that means. You uh, have to go with it. Yeah. Okay. That means right. Sunday will be maybe a work day. Although I think Fox wants the Cowboys in that late Sunday window. Yeah. Well, they can get Saturday night window. Because yeah. NBC's yeah. got the late window this week. Yeah, but. Right? but Cowboys got the Fox got the Cowboys this week on a Saturday yeah, night. Saturday night. Saturday night's a You're big right. TV watching night, right? Yeah, it's not as big as Sunday late. It's not. No. Oh no. Sunday late is next because that's when Bills on <laughs> Sunday late. Oh, no, Sunday late is more people are watching. Ah, hmm. you know, people are out on the town on Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not for this one. What, no matter what happens, we will be here to talk about it on Monday. Enjoy the game and all of the programming here on DallasCowboys.com. See you later.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?